Welcome. It's so good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. And I'm so glad that you've taken the time out to join us today, whether it's Wednesday or Thursday or Monday or whenever it is that you're watching this. Uh, I'm glad that you have taken out some time to uh, to join us and hopefully dig into God's Word and be encouraged and uplifted and enlightened. You know, it's often really easy to put our self-identity in our image and in and how people perceive us and how, you know, quote unquote, put together people perceive us to be, whether it's the clothes that we wear or the cars that we drive or the house that we live in or, um, you know, the, the things that we have and that we that we, you know, everybody can see or the things that we're involved in or that our kids are involved in, e- even the overall ability, our overall ability to to juggle everything and balance family schedules and kids schedules and our own free time, uh, you know that. Th- how do we present that to other people? That you know we can we can get very wrapped up in our self identity of uh, or, or finding our self identity in those things. It's even easy to take it a step further. It's even easy to make the God given opportunities that we have of ministry and helping others to get wrapped up in that being all about us or that we are doing it all on our own, never mind the the privileges and the good gifts that God provides. And oftentimes it, it can be easy and we can be quick to forget whose glory we ought to be seeking. You know, in the Old Testament book of Daniel, uh, if you've been with us on Sunday mornings, we've been really diving into that book and looking at the first six chapters to to see what God, so what wisdom God has for us to uh, be able to operate and live in this world that we live in that is so counter to the way that God calls us to live. But in uh, one of the chapters of Daniel, in chapter five, we read about a guy by the name of King Belshazzar, who we're going to just call King Bel, uh, who, like many of us, struggled with humility. And after he was given the privilege and honor of his new role as king, Daniel chapter 5 verse 23 tells us that he chose to exalt himself against the Lord of the heavens. And before King Bell, one of his predecessors, King Neb, who if you've again been with us on Sundays, uh, then you know we've talked a lot about him. But before King Bell was King Neb, and King Neb lost his throne when he became arrogant and forgot God's favor upon him. And you'd think that Bell would have learned from his predecessor's mistake, but it's not until Daniel interprets the message that God sends to Bell, which God literally wrote on the wall. There's handwriting on the wall, if you read the story in Daniel chapter 5, that Bell, until then, Bell doesn't realize his misplaced glory. He does after that, though. Uh, Daniel tells Bell, King Bell, you have not glorified the God who holds your life in his hand, and who controls the whole course of your life. Unfortunately, at that point, it was too late for Bell, as the writing was already on the wall, so to speak, no pun intended, as he was killed that very night, and his kingdom was handed over to the Medes and the Persians, the Persian kingdom, Medo-Persian kingdom that we read about. King Bell wanted the glory for himself. And he forgot who gave him the position of authority in the first place. And sometimes we can fall victim to the same thinking. It's so easy to forget who controls the course of our lives when we are so focused on what we want and when we want it and how we want it. And it can be hard sometimes to see the big picture when the things of this world seem so attractive and, and they promise us instant glory and security and all the things that we ought to be finding in God 
that's the things of this world and, and what they promise. But it's not the things of this world that, that will provide those things ultimately, nor is it the things of this world that deserve our attention, because in the end, those things will all pass away. 1 John chapter 2, verse 17 tells us that they are all passing away. They don't deserve our allegiance and our attention and our worship because one day they will be gone. It is God's glory whose dominion and power are greater than the greatest kingdom and whose influence reaches far beyond the reign of any king, no matter how great or small. It is he and he alone that deserves our greatest attention. And instead of failing like King Baal and even King Neb to a certain extent at, at one point, although King Neb, if you read the story, kind of changed his ways in the end. King Bel, he did not. Uh, but instead of failing like King Bel by exalting ourselves over God and forgetting to acknowledge his power and his rule over our lives, may we recognize God's mercy and grace given to us through Jesus. And may that move us toward a posture of humility before him. So don't wait for the writing on the wall, right? But rather each day, may we take the opportunity to repent, to bow on our knees, and to choose to acknowledge that God is God, and He alone is worthy of our worship and our praise. Hope you have a blessed day. God bless.